0: What's up, my podcast listeners? I am super pumped for another episode today because I feel kind of ranty, tangent-y type of mood today. So I think, you know, if I get myself going, this is going to be a really great podcast episode. Um, so one, a couple shout-outs, um... I believe, I believe my new number one, if I'm pronouncing it right, is the city of Grimsby out in the UK. Shout out to everyone in the UK listening to my show. I'm always so super, super humbled to see people listening to my show in different countries. Like, outside of Canada, the US, like, it's crazy to me. And yes, I just want to thank all my... UK listeners and my international listeners. Um, So today's topic, we're going to talk about um, the shoulder because outside of the low back being painful for most people, the shoulder is kind of that second area that most people come in with issues, at least in my clinic, and I feel like it's such an easy fix to you know, just do, and you can start training pain-free, and you know, yes, I want to bring this up, like 100%, my show is about weight loss, but you got to understand, in order to have successful weight loss, fat loss, strength gain, whatever it is, You need to be able to show up to the gym without any aches and pains, especially if those aches and pains get to a point where you have to start taking time off from exercise because everything you do fucking hurts, right? Like people can't put two and two together. They think like, okay, I want to lose weight. I'm going to go to the gym every day, do high intensity workouts. But all that volume built up over time is going to wreak havoc on your joints, even if you are one of those outliers that moves well and everything like that if you keep beating the shit out of your body your body's naturally going to stop by telling you here's pain stop so with shoulder pain in general there's a lot of things that you know you can get diagnosed with from your physio or chiro when it comes to um your shoulder um For me, I look at the shoulder as one of those... like, Because it's such a mobile joint, it has the ability to get fucked up a lot. And if you look at our society right now, how human beings are, we sit way too much, and we are hunched over for far too long, and if we don't do anything about it, our body likes to keep us there, shorn muscles, and now we are just dumped for it and we are just terrible um that being said I would say 99% of the time people have immobile shoulders which causes an instability at the shoulder and then when they go to the gym they start pressing overhead and doing dumb shit and their joint is not centrated and bad shit tends to happen afterward the first step to learning how to use your shoulder if you're dealing with a naked pain number one if there's pain present go see a physical therapist or a chiropractor that specializes outside of the spine like the amount of people that I will see in the clinic that have taken a year or two years of shoulder pain back pain hip pain whatever before they saw one of our practitioners is ridiculous and at that point it's like holy shit we have a lot of work to do so the moment that you just like you know you've been working out consistently and out of nowhere you're like oh shit my shoulder kind of hurts right there and then fucking pick up your phone call one of the clinics in your area and just go That's step one. Don't like, oh, you know what? It's probably going to go away tomorrow. And that turns into, oh, it'll go away next week. And that's going to turn into, it'll go away next month. And boom, it's been a year and I haven't seen anyone. It hasn't gotten better. It's actually gone worse. And now I'm going to go see somebody. That's usually the worst situation to be in. Step two is figuring out the best, best. I can't even speak right now. The best Um, shoulder pathway where your shoulder joint can be stable and do the exercise that is given to you. So an example of this is learning how to centrate your joint, meaning if you visualize your humerus, meaning your like arm bone and the top of your humerus is the end, uh, like that literally inserts and creates that glenohumeral joint in your shoulder. If I told you to pick up a heavy-ass dumbbell, like I'm like, okay, I want you to pick up with one arm the 100-pound dumbbell, you wouldn't be all loosey-goosey. You would like, all right, I'm going to like turn on my core. I'm going to brace. I'm going to squeeze that handle hard to make sure I don't fuck my shit up, right? You're centrating your body, meaning you're putting your joints in a... Position where you have the advantage to lift the weight off without hurting yourself. Now, when I coach people, for some reason, anytime people hold dumbbells that's not heavy enough that's gonna like kill their body, they tend to have a really loose grip. When you have a loose grip, you're, the rest of your posture kind of just falls forward and dumps into that I'm sitting on the couch kind of posture. When that happens, Your shoulder is already getting, like, I kind of imagine, like, there's a little, like, person inside your shoulder and it's just fucking, like, punching your shoulder every single time. It's not in the right position. And over time, it just tears the shit out of it. The moment you squeeze a object as tight as possible, it sends a signal with your nervous system that, hey, we have a heavy object. Let's get into a better position so we don't fuck ourselves over. So that shoulder ends up being centrated. It kind of goes into a position where it can take on more stress than at rest. So that's the first thing. Learning how to utilize your grip to kind of cheat your nervous system and thinking like, hey, we have something really, really heavy, let's get into a better position. The second equation to this is staying away from exercises that will further aggravate that shoulder. If your shoulder is in that typical posture that most people are in, and again, there are outliers, there's people that know how to cheat it, but for the most part, people have terrible posture. The second pathway is to not do the exercises that trigger it. So things like overhead pressing, things like lateral raises, front raises, Sometimes even side planks. Sometimes people's shoulders are so jacked up that getting into a side plank is not the best idea to do. So that being said, mo- and I've said this multiple times on my podcast, most people should not be pressing overhead. Our bodies are so good at cheating movement that it will give you fake shoulder um, range of motion. So stay away from overhead pressing for at least like just four weeks. If I had to like put a time frame, like minimal time frame, just four weeks, guaranteed your shoulders are going to feel better. Another way of figuring out um, what the best angle your shoulders uh, work at is like the shoulder scour test. So just like the hip scour test that I do with a lot of patients to figure out um, hip quality and just overall this assessment of the hip, um, is if you imagine if you were sitting and you had a practitioner or even if yourself, like you can do a self-assessment. Again, it's not perfect, but it's something. So if I was in a seated position, and again, I want to be like in perfect posture. I want to have my shoulder centrated, pulled back and like, I'm like ready to do an exercise, that kind of position. I'm going to take say my left arm and I'm going to keep it tight against my rib cage and I'm going to start pushing my elbow back and I'm going to, if I have a mirror in front of me, look at a point at what you know, time and space when my shoulder starts spilling forward. The moment my shoulder starts spilling forward is where I want to stop, Like that's going to be my range. For some people, if they have that hunch position and they start in a neutral position and they start pushing their elbow back, um, they might see that their shoulder pops forward right away. And then it's like, okay, well, you're going to yoga five days a week, four days a week, whatever it is, and you do a chaturanga push-up, which requires you to be of having your elbow super tight against the body. You are dumping your shoulders into an anterior load and you're just smashing shit over and over and over again that's gonna hurt the shoulder and then from there like you go like say 10 degrees out a little bit do the same motion driving that elbow back you'll maybe notice that your shoulders is dumped forward as much maybe you do another 10 degrees and you're at you know 20 degrees of shoulder abduction and you notice you can go a lot further now that's probably the best pressing angle for you because maybe You know, you do another 10 degrees. You're at 30 degrees right now, and you notice that your shoulder dumps a lot faster than all the other positions. And now you've found a pretty adequate representation of what your shoulder joint can do at this moment of time in your life and career at the gym. And then I tell people, that's where I want you to do your bench press, your push-ups, any pushing variation at that angle and it tends to fix a lot of stuff. Because now, if you're pressing at an angle where your joint is happy, you have now less wear and tear on that joint and voila, no more shoulder pain. The other um, connection to this too, if you have pain, sometimes going into shoulder abduction tends to trigger some painful patterns. So I tell people all the time, like when pain is present, your body remembers that pathway what it's going to do is try to stop you from you know further aggravating it so what's going to happen is it's going to stop you from getting into that position a lot sooner than usual so that's why a lot of people end up with things like frozen shoulder because your nervous system will remember that painful pattern, and it's like, okay, well, anytime you put your shoulder into abduction past 30 degrees, and then you start pressing with a dumbbell, it hurts. I'm going to stop you before that to protect you, right? Like, our bodies are pretty smart, but sometimes it doesn't, you know, give us the benefit of that intelligent design that we have within ourselves. So these small things, like, there are such small little changes But for some reason, people don't take the time and effort to investigate this idea or this concept, and they end up um, causing wear and tear on that shoulder joint, and it never gets better. It just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And now, say for example, I took, and I've done this with patients, I'm like, okay, no more overhead pressing, no more lateral raises, no more um, fucking burpees where you're throwing yourself into... um, into shoulder, into like a poor position of the shoulder. No more Chaturanga's super narrow. And you know, show them a new pressing angle within their um, limit. And then I also show them um, exercises like shoulder cars and farmer carriers to teach that shoulder to stabilize and give that centration effect and like anytime I say stability an easy way to remember what you're doing is you're giving a safety net around the shoulder every time I say stability think of safety it's a safety net around your joint that's what the shoulder joint needs it needs a safety net in order to lift press press overhead and all those things but most people don't have that so small little things like this add up over time and guaranteed when I had when I've had patients with shoulder pain and they follow my recommendations religiously, after six months shoulders are pain free pain free so that was a good rant That was right I was going to go all over the place with this thing and just get super like jacked up but if you want more information check out my posts on Instagram and Facebook because I go into depth on these topics and if you have any questions feel free to reach out I'm more than happy you know i've had a lot of people like message me and like oh my shoulder's all weird what should i do and i'm like send me a video of you do whatever you do that hurts your shoulder and i can help you figure out so let me know um hit the show notes add me on facebook add me on instagram so you can check that stuff out um give me a five-star review you guys are amazing thank you thank you thank you until next time